Hello and welcome to the Woke is Broke podcast. Another little episode for you guys here today, so uh, let's get into it, shall we? Now, we were told for months on end that critical race theory was not being taught to your children in the classroom, or any versions thereof, right? That it just was not being taught in schools. And of course that statement was always followed up immediately by the statement that but if it were happening, that would be a good thing, right? Which I always thought was interesting. I always thought it was kind of like if a, uh, I don't know, a police chief were being questioned by the press over allegations that his officers were just beating the bejesus out of handicapped people. And he responded by saying, that is absolutely not happening. But if it were happening, that would be a good thing. Would you believe that police chief more or less? Right? Because instinctively, you'd probably believe them less. Instinctively, you'd probably say, this guy's a damned liar. In the same way that these news reporters and politicians saying that it's not being taught in schools, and then immediately saying that, eh, if it, but if it were, that'd be a good thing, kind of leads you to believe that maybe they're just a bunch of damned liars. Because that's what they are, right? Because they don't want you to believe your lying eyes. They don't want you to look at, say, you know, the, Zen edu the Zen Education Project that collected signatures of teachers went on the record and said that they were willing to break the law in order to teach your children critical race theory. They don't want you to look at the two largest teachers unions in this country, the, uh, the National Education Association and the American Federation of Teachers, who have both come out in support of critical race theory. The AFT going as far as starting a multi-million dollar fund to defend teachers who want to teach critical race theory to your children. They don't want you to look at the Atlanta school that was actually segregating children based on race. They had two all-black classes and they had six all-white classes, right? They don't want you to look to California, right, and listen to the California School Board Association that says critical race theory is absolutely not taught in our schools, right? But rather, ethnic studies is typically taught through grades K through 12, and that ethnic studies, by their own admission, includes elements of CRT, critical race theory, right? So they're just lying to you, right? But they don't want you to believe any of that. And they certainly don't want you to look down to San Antonio, Texas this week and look at, again, that Atlanta apparently isn't the only place where segregation is going on, but now Texas as well. They don't want you to look at that. What am I talking about? I'm talking about an elementary school that partook in a social experiment uh, involving the segregation of children here. So what happened? Elementary schools segregated by the color of their hair. The kids in one group were told that they're not as smart as the others. It was supposed to be a lesson on racism, but as News 4 troubleshooter Jay Avila reports, some parents are furious that neither they nor their kids were told about it ahead of time. The parents we spoke to say they want their children to learn about racism and civil rights, but feel the Northside School District went too far with the segregation experiment and by making students watch a documentary that wasn't age appropriate. And some for you. Mike and Brandy Leininger say their 10-year-old daughter was confused and hurt by a classroom experiment in January at Leon Springs Elementary. Students were separated according to hair color, with one group receiving preferential treatment. All of the dark-haired kids, the, the brown and black-haired kids, were treated as the privileged ones, and the blonde-haired and the red-haired kids were the ones treated not so nicely. The Leiningers say teachers told students children in the fair-haired group were not as intelligent. 
That group was purposely given a game with pieces missing so they couldn't play. And they were made to clean up after the other children. She was hurt. She, her friends, and she named to the principal and to the district officials names of her friends that were crying. Fifth graders were also shown a Spike Lee documentary called Four Little Girls about the 1963 bombing of an Alabama church. The film includes graphic autopsy photos of the girls' bodies. The teacher says she fast-forwarded past those parts, but the Liningers say the children in their daughter's class did see the photos. The things that she said that she skipped over, my daughter was able to describe to us to a T. So that night, our daughter was unable to go to sleep in her own room. She was scared. Now, um, there are so many elements of this story that are just wildly disturbing, but I will say one of the more disturbing parts of it were the, was the method of segregation here, right? They segregated the kids by hair color, right? Because if they did it by race, right, that would be a clear violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, right? So they had to do it by hair color. So which hair colors did they do it by? Blonde and red-haireds were put in one group and dark-haireds were put in the other. Let me ask you something. Do you know many Asians, African-Americans, Indians, or Hispanics that have red hair or blonde hair? Because I don't. Now, it seems to me like this is just a creative way for somebody to racially segregate children. And you know, the most sickening thing about this is that somebody actually had to sit down in order to figure out a way to racially segregate children and, and get around the law like that. They actually had to sit down and come up with the loophole here. And the left, the left talks about all oh, the, the evils of the wealthiest people in this country taking advantage of tax loopholes and not paying their fair share, which is complete and utter crap because the reality is that the top 50% of income earners in this country actually pay 96.9% .9 of all income taxes collected. 96.9% .9 of all income taxes collected or paid by the top 50%, so that's just a lie, right? But the left is always very angry about these wealthy individuals taking advantage of tax loopholes so that they don't have to pay more taxes, right? What about leftist educators coming up with loopholes in order to get around laws against racial segregation? Anything? Is there any outcry against that? Or is there anybody that has any issue with that other than me? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone on the left? No? No, of course not. No, of course not. Why? Because the ends always justify the means, right? Because as long as you have good intentions, then racial segregation is totally okay. It's totally okay to make a bunch of fifth graders cry and be treated so poorly in an experiment regarding racial segregation, right? So long as you're segregating children so as to point out the evil of segregation, then it's okay. In the same way that as long as you're pointing out the evils of sexually exploiting children. You can exploit the hell out of children all you want, like they did in the movie Cuties, where they had 12-year-olds twerk around in their underwear and bras up on stage doing a simulated striptease in order to speak out against the sexualization of little children, right? The ends always justify the means. As long as you think of what you're doing is right, what you're doing is right. Bullshit. Bullshit. Good intentions don't matter because intentions do not matter. You can't measure or weigh intentions. You can measure and weigh actions, okay? The reality is that nobody thinks that their intentions are bad. Everyone thinks that they're the good guy, okay? 
And the thing is, is that, historically speaking, leftists have been the ones to do this kind of crap, and that hasn't changed in the last 70 years. Okay? And how do I know that? How do I know that? Because it weren't conservatives that segregated children 70 years ago, and it isn't conservatives who are doing it today. It's leftists with their great, awesome intentions. F*** your intentions. F*** your intentions. Give me some good moral actions. How about that? And there's nothing moral about any of this. There is nothing moral about showing fifth grade children a Spike Lee movie. Spike Lee, one of the most overrated directors in Hollywood, who has not made a movie that was appropriate for people under the ages of 17 in his entire career. There is nothing appropriate about treating children like second-class citizens and segregating them based on race and bringing them to tears. There's nothing okay about that whatsoever. You want to know where the end point is for crap like this as it starts to explode and infect more and more schools. You want to know where that leads. It leads to the racial beatings that we saw in Florida earlier this week, right? It leads to racial animus increasing exponentially. The reality is, is that teachers don't think that your children belong to you. They think they belong to them. They think that you don't have the right, right? You haven't acquired the right, right? Because any, any person can become a parent. Not everyone can go through school and earn the right. They think they have earned the right to teach your children values. Those are not their kids. Those are your kids. That right is yours and yours alone. Right? Yeah, and some parents are worse than others. Some parents screw up, and some parents do need to have their rights taken away if we're talking about instances of abuse. Right? But the idea that teachers are inherently more qualified to teach values is laughable at best. And you know what? It, it, it's not going to get any better until more people start speaking up and speaking out against it. Like here, at the school board meeting, right here. What was that? That was a group of Asian mothers sticking it to the school board. Why? Because the school board decided it was okay to discriminate against Asian children, Asian students, for being successful in academia. They stood up to that. They're speaking out against them. There needs to be more noise like that. Right? The left is really good at making a lot of noise and getting what they want. We have to get good at that too. Right? Because if what you want is a country where your child is not fed racial essentialism, sexual degeneracy, and moral insanity in the form of gender theory, then you have got to start making noise. You have got to start speaking out. And there are, no, there are a number of goals that I have with this show. One of them is being able to give you the information you need to be able to have those conversations in your own life and also to emphasize the importance of you. All of us have different talents and different unique opportunities to do something important because you as an individual, as unlikely as it may seem, you as an individual do have the ability to change the world for the better. You do. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be doing this show right now. I'm just one guy. I'm just one person doing this show right now.
But things are worth speaking up for. There are things and values worth speaking up for and worth taking risks for. And if you want to see an end to this crap, you got to step up. You got to get involved. And you got to start believing in yourself and your ability to change things for the better. Because otherwise, we just have morons like these people segregating children and teaching them racial essentialism nonsense. There's got to be some competition of that. There's got to. Uh, but in any event, um, that is all the time that we have for you today. I'm your host, as always, Joshua Stanko. Um, Saying, as always, uh, stay safe, stay informed, and God bless, guys. We'll catch you next time.